Well, hello, 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 my friends. How's everybody crack a lacking? Hope you're having fun. Hope you've had a good week. Hope you're ready to relax, chill out, take a load off, get away from reality for a bit, and step on into my world. Put your headphones in, relax, kick back your feet, and uh, hit play on the old podcast button there, and let's uh, listen to some borderline Texas trash, baby. I'm your host with the most, the most recognizable voice in podcasting today, the beast from the east, the beast from the west. All I like to do is be beefy in the west, baby. We're going to get fucking like a monkey today. This is a good old boy named Uncle Boo, Uncle Boo Boo up in here. So, how's everybody doing? Hope you're having a great day. I'm your host, Uncle Boo. Sorry for acting like a jackass at the first of that, but I'm trying to do my best on my intro. Hope you're liking my new song I put together for my intro. If it's a little loud, I'll crank it down a little bit. But yeah, I put that song together tonight. That's what took me a little bit longer getting on tonight. Usually I try to get here and record Thursday night about... If I don't record a Wednesday, I try to record Thursday night. No later than 8.30, but I'm running late tonight. I was working on a new intro, so I hope you guys liked it. Well, I hope you guys are having fun this week and having a good week at work and everybody's ready for the weekend ready for some father's day fun you know i think um i think it's going to be a good summer it's going to be a great uh great year great year i will say it sure is nice watching sports and seeing uh fans in the stadium without wearing masks without worrying about covid sitting shoulder to shoulder and clapping and and laughing having fun enjoying baseball Seeing everybody come together as just fans to watch something is just—it's awesome. It's nice to see again. It's very cool. But hope everybody's uh, summer's been going good so far. You know, this is just the uh, first part of summer, and it's already one hot sizzling side daddy out there. I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I know here in Texas in Tejas, it's uh, it was a hundred and one a day. So, yeah. But, hey, I'd much rather have that than that fucking minus seven degrees shit. And I mean, that shit was fun, but no, I couldn't, I couldn't live in it. I'd much rather live where I live now. Live in Texas, baby. That'd be a lot better. Be a lot uh, cooler if you did. Well, I guess I'll stop acting like a jackass and we'll get on with some stupid news, guys. Okay, we are going to start out with our first one now i'm not saying this is stupid news oh sorry i'm on the wrong effing page of my notes here let me get to the right page okay i think i'm on the right page turn that down just a little sounds like a goddamn disco in here reminds me of the days when i was snorting cocaine and boogieing all right, man, do that stupid news. Number one, a woman in Oregon makes a sign saying, my cat is a thief. Well, what happens is this cat steals shoes, socks, gloves. And this woman made the sign, and on a fence on the fence line, she hung everything up, and people were actually coming by getting their stuff back or taking pictures. It was pretty cool. I thought it was kind of neat. <laughs> 
Then we have in Florido, in Florida, a seven-foot alligator was caught in the post office over the weekend. Yeah, they went in there Monday to start mailing shit off and uh, checking the mail, I guess. And uh, there's a seven-foot alligator in there. In there, well, what had happened was it's automatic doors. So I guess the guy with the alligator went in there, but I guess he couldn't trigger it to get it to open to get out or something. But yeah, he was over there over the weekend. But they got him out. He's all right now. Then in California, a vineyard man stuck in a. Uh, oh, he was stuck in the uh, <coughs> fan shaft <coughs> for two days. And he was. Uh, the fan shaft is the part that the fan sets on, you know, but it's a big cylinder. Well, it was big enough for this guy to get in. Well, I guess this jackass was trying to climb up, but supposedly to take pictures, you know, because he likes antique. You know, the equipment, supposedly. But yeah, he uh, was stuck in there for two days and they got a report of some screaming and hollering coming from the woods and the cops went to uh, check it out and yeah, they found us a jackass stuck in there. Been there for two days. Dummy. Then number four, we have a whale that swallows a lobster diver at uh, off the uh, coast of Cap- Cape Cod. Um... Then the whale spit him out. So he gobbled this guy up. And then he spits him out. And the guy was bruised up. He didn't have nothing broke. He had some like fractures a little bit. And some sprained stuff. But a lot of bruises. Looked like he was in a freaking fight. But yeah, believe that shit. That guy got swallowed by a fucking uh, whale and made it. That's crazy shit, man. Could you imagine sitting there... What gets me is, though, whale, whales are kind of slow. They're not really a, a, uh, aggressive like sharks. And this motherfucker must be a slow diver to get in a whale, but get sucked in by a whale. I don't know. Maybe they do move fast. Well, I don't know. It's still a cool story, though. Okay, and our last bit of news is... I was uh, going through the internet... Checking the, uh, you know, internet for stupid news and stuff. And checking out other stuff for the podcast to do. And doing some research. And I came across this little um, jewel. There are cities that are for sale in the United States. Oops, sorry. In the United States and around, well, basically around the world. Because, they I mean, I don't know why they're for sale. I guess I didn't know towns ever came up for sale you know what i mean that's just weird i mean i guess not but okay we're gonna start with the list and if you've got five million laying around you could buy any of these places really but we'll start out with uh in alabama there's a town there for uh 1.4 million dollars then in georgia there is a town for $1.7 million. Then in Texas, there's one for $1.8 million. In Austria, there's one for $2.1 million. And in Michigan, there's one for $2.3 million. And in Belize City, Belize, there's like an island that's for sale for like $4.5 million. That's crazy. <laughs> and the island's already equipped with like... Because it was like a... Um, hotel resort place so it already already has the bar a pool uh like a living quarters for 
Uh, I think about 20 people, maybe. Yeah, it's fitted with everything. Tell you what, if I hit the lotto, I'm buying me an island. If I can have an island, dude, and buy one of them, I'd buy one of them places in Sweden, probably. But just think you could buy a place in Sweden if you had the money, buy that island. And you could buy a place here in America. Oh, my God. You'd be like balling in property. Bowling. See me rolling. All right. All right. That's a part of the episode, guys, of course, you know, was brought to us by Security Finance. Go there for all your loan needs. And they do taxes during tax season. But if you want to go in there and get a loan, go talk to Carrie. Tell him you heard about this on Borderline Texas Trash from Uncle Boo or AKA Stephen Booth, man. Well, I guess we will move on to Lucky Luciano. We are going to start with on his story the Chukalinos. All right, we're going to start. Uh, okay. Sounds fantastic. All right, let's get to it. Y'all ready for some mob stories again? <coughs> okay, let's go with the operation in Italy, baby. Now, I remember uh, last time we uh, told you he got out of prison and all that, but he got extradited back to his uh, homeland of uh, Sicily. And then he, uh, well, because remember, he got he got a pardon because he uh, watched the waterways for the U.S. during the uh, World War II. So, but then they said you couldn't live in America. And then remember, he went back to Sicily. Then he tried to hide out in Cuba for a while. But when they heard he was there, they were like, Oh, no, Junior. You're out of here. So he had to leave. So we're to that point of his life. After uh, Luciano's secret trip to Cuba, he spent the rest of his life life under tight police surveillance. When Luciano arrived in uh, Gina and Gina from Cuba on April 11th, 1947, he he was arrested and set in jail in Palamo on May 11th. A regional commission in Palamo warned Luciano to stay out of trouble and released him uh, from uh, jail. In early uh, July 1949, Police in uh, Rome arrested Luciano on suspicion and suspicious, suspicious involvement in the shipping of narcotics to New York. On July 15th, he uh, spent a week in jail. Police released Luci- Luciano without fleeing any, uh, filing any charges. He also permanently was banned from visiting Rome, too. Man, this motherfucker got kicked out of uh, a lot of places. Could you imagine getting... Just pissing a uh, government off so bad you get kicked off uh, away from the away from the country. That's crazy shit, isn't it? On June 9th, Lucia, um, June 9th, nineteen forty uh, fifty nine, Luciano was uh, questioned by police in the uh, Naples on uh, police release. Uh, oh, he was questioned by police in Naples. And then he was released 
Luciano was held without any charges, and in 1952, the Italian government revoked Luciano's Italian pass after uh, complaints from the U.S. and Canada law enforcement uh, officials. Because even though he was out of the United States, he still ran the mob shit in the United States. Even though he wasn't even nowhere around, a million miles away, he still ran that shit. Ain't that crazy? And he's still running like a tight machine. On November uh, 19th, 1954, the Italian uh, Justicial Judicial Commission in Naples applied strict limits on Luciano for two years, and he was requ- uh, regarded to report to the police every Sunday to stay home, stay home every night and do not leave uh, Naples without permission. The commission uh, cited Luciano's alleged involvement in the narcos trade as the reason for the restrictions. See, even though a lot of the, uh, they say the old guys were like, no, don't do the narcotics because the uh, penalty, you know, is so severe. It's not like when we was bootlegging, but like Luciano, he still did it. And that's what I don't understand. That's what, it, that's where, that was a lot of the boss, the mom's main income despite the law enforcement uh, surveillance Luciano was able to greatly expand narcotics trafficking in the in the United States by Costa Nostra making it uh, one of the uh, organized crimes most lucrative ventures between October 10th and October 14th of 1957 Luciano uh, oversaw a parlay of more than 30 Sicilians and American Mafia leaders to draw plans for this uh, smuggling and distribution of heroin into the United States. According to the uh, Slawin Rab in Investigate Sicily, that a plan was put in place, though which... Silences were responsible. Sicilians were responsible for distribution to the uh, heroin in the United States to expand the tiny heroin and cocaine market in the U.S. by reducing the price and focusing on working class and black urban neighborhoods. See, that's why you can't trust anybody's shit. Now we're going to go <coughs> dig in a little bit to this man's personal life. We're going to get a little personal with old Lucky Luciano. By 1935, Luciano had met Galina Gay Arvla, a Russian-born dancer in one of, the, one of Broadway's leading nightclubs, Hollywood. They were inseparable but never married up until he went to prison. In early 1948, Luciano met Iga Lisana, an Italian <laughs> nightclub dancer. He loved them dancers, didn't he? Uh, she was 20 years old. Wow. Uh, let's see what happened. Okay, then they... Uh, as they fell in love, uh, that became the like the love of his life. In the summer, 
She moved in with him, although some reports said the couple married in 1949. Others state that they only uh, exchanged rings. Luciano and Licia Ona lived together in Luciano's house in Naples. Although Luciano... Adored Luciana, she continued to have a he continued or she continued to have affairs with older men. Ah. This led to numerous arguments with Luciano and Luciano, which Luciano was striking her on several occasions. And in 1959, the woman died of breast cancer. No, it's. I think it's on your dresser. That's where I seen it last. Wow. And Luciano never had any children. He once uh, provided a reason for that. <clears throat> he said, "I do not want no children of mine to go through life as the son or daughter of Luciano the gangster. There's one thing I still hate, and that's a bastard." D-Way for making me a gangster in the uh, world. Well, he's got problems. Well, I guess we can go just a little bit longer. We'll go to the American power struggle. By 1957, Giovanni's fell strong enough to move against Luciano and his acting boss in New York. Frank Costo, he was uh, his aide at in the. Ugh, he was his aide, and in this move by an assist, an assist, an assist, an crime family, urban boss Carlano Gambino on May second, nineteen fifty seven, Castella was shot and slain, wounded by a gunman outside of his apartment building. Soon after this, Castellano got control of what he was called today the Giovanni's crime family to Giovanni's. Uh, Luciano was powerless to stop it. And on October 26, 1957, the Giovanni's and Gambino's agreed that murder of Albert Anastasia, another Luciano ally, when that happened, he took over and it was called the Gambino crime family. Genovese was now believed himself to be the top boss in the Castra Nostra Empire. November uh, 19, 1957, Genovese caught a meeting of Costa Nostra bosses in the in Appalachia, New York. And that was a fucking mistake because that's when they found out about the mafia, you idiots. They play in a meeting up in New York in this little country town. And just so happens there's a state trooper that lives in the road. And he sees all these nice cars coming down this, er, this little secluded place in the country. All these nice cars and guys getting out with, tuck, with nice suits on and shit. And they're like... Hey, how you doing? They're like, uh, something's wrong here. So he uh, 
wrote their numbers down, their plates, and Rick called it back to the office, and they were like, yeah, told them who they were. That's crazy. <sighs> where was I? Appalachia. Come on, where was I? Okay. Bosses in Appalachia. Uh, New York to approve the uh, takeover of the uh, Luciano family and to establish his own uh, national brand. Instead, the Appalachian meeting turned into a terrible frenzy of law enforcement who uh, raided the meeting. Over 65 high-ranking mobsters were arrested, and uh, Costa Nostra was uh, subjected to, pub uh, to the public and numerous uh, grand jury uh, summons. The... Uh, the uh, enraged uh, mob bosses blamed Costa, Costa uh, Gino Costavese. Gino, I can't fucking talk again tonight. It sounds like Forrest Gump sometimes when I talk, and it fucking pisses me off. Genovese. The enraged mobster blamed Genovese for his the for this disaster. Opening a window of opportunity for Giovanni's uh, appointments. Costella and Luciano and Gambino met in a hotel in Palermo, Sicily, to discuss the plan of action in his own power move. Gambino had deserted Genovese after their meeting. Luciano alleged pain in America drug seller of a hundred thousand to falsely implicate Giovanni as a drug as a drug dealer. Then on April fourth, nineteen fifty nine, Vito Genovese was convicted in New York of conspir conspiracy to violate federal narcotics laws and he was uh, sentenced to prison for fifteen years. Genovese tried to run his uh, crime family from behind from from behind, uh, from prison until his death in 1969. Meanwhile, Gambino now became the most uh, powerful, influential man in the American uh, mafia. Well, well, well. It's me, the quintessential stud muffin. All right. Well, that's it for my stories on the mob. Now... <clears throat> since uh, everything's going back to normal and uh, people aren't flipping out about wearing masks and not wearing masks and we're trying to start being normal again I uh, have been noticing there are a lot of uh, bands hitting the road this summer there are a lot of uh, tours and stuff around uh, coming up on America in the United States, it's uh, summer, so I'm gonna, I got a list I made of some of the concerts, and I think we'll just go over and see what's hot and see what's not, baby. Okay. Well, let's uh, see what's going to be happening in the uh, summertime tours this year. All right, we got the Marcy Anthony 2021 tour. <laughs> kicking off this year 
We got looks like Dirt Big uh, Dirk's Big uh, Bentley's Beer on Me 2021 tours coming up, and then I've been waiting for this one all year: the Bikini Kill 2021 tour. Bikini Kill is touring from May through September with stops in the United States as well as Europe. Get tickets here. Ooh, yeah. Then we got the Brothers Osborne. We're not uh, for everyone tour. Uh, 2021 tour. Then we have an evening with Michael uh, Bubble on the North America tour. Then we have, of course, this dipshit's got to do something. Huh, I'm Luke fucking Brian. I like hugs, kitty cats, and I like to sing songs and sound like Kermit the fucking Frog. It's just amazing that God has blessed me to be a frog and a country singer, too. I love you all, everybody. Yeah, he's a diptong. Anyways, he's got a tour coming up this summer. Quit, Max. You're not Luke Bryan. Um, we have the Cadillac 3 2021 tour coming up this summer. We have the Dave Matthews Band summer tour coming. Dawes. Dead and Company tour. The Deftones uh, tour this summer. And they was okay, but I don't know. Just that that style they had that. Uh, uh, I don't know. <coughs> I probably just butchered that. <coughs> so I'm fucking sorry, alright? And of course, we got Celine Dion, the skinny pecker head. Her courage tour is coming up. I'm probably uh, not going to go see that one. Then we got Green Day kicking off the Fallout Boys. And Weezer are having the Hell Mega Tour. That'll be a good show. Guns N' Roses are getting, uh, they're going on the road. We got a Hall & Oates with special guest Squeeze. Okay. Got John Legend. He's going to be touring. Kiss End of the Road Tour. Oh, God. Really? How many fucking Kiss End of the Road shit are they going to do? We're going to leave this time, we swear. The next year. We was kidding. And it looks like Corn and Stain are going to be going on tour. That ought to be pretty good. And, of course, we got the all-time Hoochie Mama. One of the whores of all whores. The big-time Hoochie. But I would still spank her. Lady Gaga. She's doing a tour. Then you got Louis, uh, Louis the Child tour. Machine Gun Kelly is going on tour. Uh, Maroon 5, they are going on tour. Even Matchbox 20 is hitting the goddamn road. Megadeth, Lamb of God, they're having a metal tour. We got Jake Miller, he's doing a uh, tour. Or Jack Miller. Then we got the Monkeys Farewell Tour. Give me a break. The fucking Monkeys. Jesus. Their show was big in the fucking 60s. And they're doing a Farewell Tour now. What are they? 90? Uh, okay. Then we got uh, Brad Paisley. He's doing one. Primus. They're doing a tour. Then we have... 
Rage Against the Machine. They're getting together to do a tour. God dang, it's mother freaking papers are stuck together. Um, Chris uh, Stapleton, he's doing one. Lindsey uh, Sterling. We got Harry Styles. He's going to be doing one. Sticks with Collective Soul. Hmm, very interesting. Then, of course, we got the Zach Brown Band, the Comeback Tour. I am the great, I am the great comeback and tour whore. I don't know what I was just singing about. I just thought it would be fucking amazing if I just sang. You know, because I'm that kind of guy. Anything for my fans. <sighs> so, everybody's staying alive out there. You uh, uh, not uh, going to sleep on me? Well, I hope everybody, like I said, has been having a good week. And I do want to say thank you for subscribing and downloads, guys. It's wonderful. I keep growing. And who knows where who knows where we're going to be in five years with this, guys. But I owe it all to you, my fans. And I just want to say thank you. And I love you all, mate. Okay. We're going to do a new part of the show. And it's called Today in History. So since... uh. <laughs> I was looking this up on Monday, so it's going to be on the day I look it up. So this is going to be what happened when, like, to, or today in history. Um, well, 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 I am a big fat geek. Yeah, I screwed up on something, but I fixed it. it. So this is a segment of the show is going to be called Today in History, ladies and gentlemen. So today in history, June 14th is uh, of 2021. These are famous events that happened June 14th uh, through the, uh, this is, uh, I guess, the United States. I didn't, yeah, it's all pretty much American stuff. I didn't mean to do it that way, but all right. Today in history, this is what was big back then. In 1777... To, uh, became National Flag Day. On this day, a flag was chosen by the United, United States, which we go by now. The first one had like 13 stripes, 13 uh, stars. Had a star for every colony, every uh, town, you know. Oh, sorry about that. And number two, Germany invades Paris in 1940 to help kick off World War II. I think it was already going or not. I'm not for sure. I'm not going to sit here and lies. In uh, 1607, colonists in North America completed James Fort in Jamestown. Hmm. Belly intervesting. Belly, belly intervesting. Um... Number four, in 1777, George Washington was named Commander-in-Chief of the United States. Then number five is, in 1836, Arkansas became uh, the 25th state of the Union. Then in 1864, on this date, the, oh, the Battle for Pittsburgh begins... And then in 1962, the Great Escape from Alcatraz. That's where that's which which were, that's where them. Uh, I think it was three guys 
two of them were brothers and they broke out of uh, Alcatraz. They never found their bodies, but they know they escaped because they couldn't find them anywhere. I remember that story. That thing's, that goddamn story's been around since I was a kid. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm going to close out the, sh cl out the shows here with some dumb facts. Okay. <clears throat> Number first dumb fact is a whale's heartbeat can be heard from two freaking miles away. That's crazy. Did you know a group of cows is called a murder? Yeah. A bunch of cows just hanging around. That's considered a murder. Did you know that during hibernation, bears do not pee? Or crap? Hmm. Now that's holding it in right there. Yeah, they don't do all that. So I guess uh, three hours before they go to hibernate, they don't eat anything or drink anything. They go to bed on an empty stomach. So they wake up really hungry as fuck. <laughs> okay, crocodiles cannot stick their tongue out. I would. I mean, I guess they'd have tongues, but that's true. You never see one with their tongue sticking out. <laughs> and apples float because they are ninety or uh, twenty-five percent air. Mmm, 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 some air. Well, I hope you all liked the show today. I hope it wasn't too sappy, too crappy for you. I hope you're uh, coming back for more and keep liking what you're hearing. But I hope you all enjoyed my little uh, Brother Booth, said, Booth segment. I just think we need y'all to come together and uh, get some love. You know what I mean? So that's why Brother Booth comes out. Because today, today, let me tell you. Oh, because I'm telling you today, the world is so full of, of, of so much hate. Brother Booth just wants to give everybody some love. So deep down, deep in your pockets and show me some love. Let's do like last week, everybody. I know, I, I know we can have some love out there for our fellow men and our fellow ladies. I know we can all get together and do this together. And tell the powers that be that we're tired of it. We ain't gonna take it anymore. We can't and we will not take any more of your bullshit. Because just remember, everybody, Brother Booth loves you. Put your hand. Like last week, everybody. Put that hand of yours on that earphone right now. I'm going to put my hand on my mic again, just like last week. Can you feel that, everybody? That's me trying to give everybody love through this podcast and telling you it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. We just got to we just gotta keep giving out some more love, everybody. We got to keep getting together, baby. We got to come together, baby. We got to be one. We got to tell the guy that's trying to control us to piss off. We got to love each other more, everybody. I'm just saying. I am just saying we need some more love. Can't I get an amen with it, that? that. Ooh, I get all worked up wanting to spread the love because that's what Brother Booth is about, spreading the love, everybody. But we're going to live charge, baby. I just want you to know we can do this, everybody. We can get through this, uh, this dark days we got. We can do it, everybody, because Brother Booth is here to spread the love. But you guys, be cool now. 
Ah, that's just something I mess around with. That's probably dumb. If it is, just tell me to shut up, man. Nobody wants to hear that, man. Oh. Well, I hope you guys have been good. If I hope you have a good week. Hope you got a real good Father's Day set up, you know. So, just uh, remember, man, at the end of the day, he's your father. I mean, but there's some fathers out there that just are playing up fucking dicks. But to the guys that have been fathers and fathers that they haven't had to be in the kids and they stepped up and did it, hey, kudos, guys. And, you know, it's just, it's just, it's Father's Day this weekend, man. Let's have fun, barbecue, swim, and hang around with Grandpa and Dad and, you know, all the men in your life, your uncles. Tell all the fathers happy Father's Day, you know, because it's not easy. But it's not easy being a parent where you're a male or a female. It's just crazy. But you got to cherish it, you know. And just to cherish your dad. Because, you know, it's uh, it sucks not having any around. And if anybody knows me and knows, knows my story, <coughs> I uh, I lost my parents when I was 13. I watched them die in a, fire, in a house fire. And uh, it sucked not having a parents growing up. You know, no one knows what that fucking feels like and how it fucks you up. You know, it sucks. But I look at it this way. At least I got to live with a family and I wasn't living in a foster home and got moved in the system here and there. You know what I mean? That would have fucking sucked ass. That would have been bad. But, hey, it is what it is. But you guys, um, love your uh, dads. Give them a hug. Cook something special for them. Clean the house for them. Go mow their lawn for them. Be good to them. It's Father's Day weekend coming up. And uh, don't forget, I am uh, got the YouTube caught up again, I think. Go check us out on the YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, like I said, we're on any platform that does podcasts. We're, we're pretty much everywhere. But I want to thank my fans again. Thank Canada again. Thank everybody again. And, you know, let's just quit the bullshit and quit the fighting. Because that's what these motherfuckers don't want. They don't want us getting together and using our voice. They want to divide us like we keep doing. And, hey, they're winning and they're doing it. You know, and people that, you know, do want to wear the mask, don't want to wear the mask, big deal. If you feel like you don't want to do it, don't do it. If you want to wear it, fucking wear it. Just like the, with the vaccines, I'm not getting mine unless I'm sick. There's sick people that need it more than I do. There's elderly people that need it more than I do. Give it to them first. Okay? It's that simple. You know, I don't want to do it. But if you want to do it, hey, that's fine. Hey, oh, good job. I don't care. I'm not going to run you down for it. But don't fucking call me stupid or not American because I'm not getting mine. So fuck you. That's what I say. But you do have a voice wherever you live, guys. They cannot fucking control you and tell you what to do. We need to stand up again like we used to. And uh, hopefully one day we will. Hopefully we can pull our heads out, out of our asses and, you know... It's like people, I think people are fucking realizing they fucked up and got the douchebag in office, you know. At first, it was like, well, Trump isn't in office, yay, but you got this stupid ass, you know. So, yeah, just keep drinking the Kool-Aid, you dumb bitches. Keep drinking the fucking Kool-Aid. Drink it up. Sorry if I got a little emotional there. 
But you guys be good, be real. This has been the most recognizable voice in podcasting today, baby. This has been your good old friend, Uncle Boo. Thank you for coming down and getting fucking like a monkey. And thank you for chilling out with me today on my podcast, baby. Woo! Saturday night, baby. Starcade, me and you, Ric Flair. You and your four horsemen. We're going to whip all they asses, me and them T.A. But you guys be good. This has been Borderline Texas Trash. Thank you for everybody listening. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Y'all uh, give them a good old hoorah, hoorah. And uh, love you guys. Love my fans. We will see you later. Be good. Bye.